You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. From AIB's Treasury Dealing Room here in Dublin, I'm Gavin O'Carroll. Our Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan, joins us in this, our monthly podcast, covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. In August, the Manufacturing PMI for Ireland was 48.6, similar to the 48.7 in July, Ollie. Yes, it was. Broadly the same reading, but that, that's actually a weak reading. Anything below 50 signals contraction in the sector. And this is the third consecutive month we've had a sub-50 reading. And actually, it was the weakest reading since April 2013. Now, having said that, I mean, 48.6 is not that far below 50. And I think we need to see this in an international context. As we said in many podcasts, we've had a downturn in, in international trade and manufacturing activity associated with weakening global economy this year. And if you look at the Irish figure, 48.6, the UK is at 47.4, the Eurozone is at 47, the US is below 50. I think virtually every major advanced economy's manufacturing PMI now is below 50. So Ireland's a very, very open economy. So it's not surprising that the, let's call it the chill winds that are blowing across the global manufacturing sector are impacting Irish manufacturing activity as well. And on top of that, overlaying that, uh, and we see it in the survey, is the impact of Brexit uncertainty. So to some extent, we've, we've a double whammy effect here. We've all the uncertainty around Brexit on top of a weak global manufacturing environment weighing on the sector here. And when you go down through the components, you can see the impact of the Brexit uncertainty in things like new orders, for example, particularly export orders declined. And cited in the survey was weakness of orders out of the UK. In terms of the outlook for the sector, in terms of what we call business sentiment, it dropped to a three-year low. And again, Brexit uncertainty was you know, to the forefront there against a backdrop where there's already a weak manufacturing sector. So these are not surprising figures. You know, They tie in what's happening globally and it's not surprising as well that manufacturers here are a bit downbeat given the, I suppose, the heightened risks over the summer of, of a no-deal Brexit and you know elevated uncertainty in terms of what will happen and we see this week in the UK the political situation is changing by the day so you know we're here on Wednesday morning goodness knows what will deliver over the, the balance of the week It's interesting just we've had this theme about manufacturing in the Western world for the last uh, six, eight months and even earlier on this week Germany has seemed to have been suffering from their exports into the UK from the Brexit negative effects Well actually Germany's weakness you're right the weakest manufacturing sector in Europe is Germany because Germany's got the biggest manufacturing base. Actually, it's not so much Brexit as impact in Germany. It's it's the type of products they manufacture and where they sell them. Autos, heavy capital goods, China, big market. So wrong products into wrong markets at the present time. So, you know, as I, I'll just highlight again, this is not unique to Ireland. Mm. We're seeing this across virtually every developed economy has a manufacturing sector that's now in contraction. A lot of it is associated with the uncertainty around global trade, the China-US trade war, slower global growth this year and big ticket items autos investment goods are first to be hit so the manufacturing sector I'm afraid is front and centre in that type of global slowdown So this manufacturing survey was uh, released on Monday and obviously the bigger element of the Irish economy notwithstanding the fact that manufacturing is critical to the country the services PMI released today Wednesday posted a reading of 54.6 in August down from 55 in July this is a solid reading, Ollie, but the rate of growth was also weaker than the Long Road Series average. Well, first of all, 55 down to 54.6, that's a small enough change. And as you say, that signals a continued solid expansion in the sector. And the readings this year actually have been within a range of 54 to 57. So we're within that boundary. 
You are right, though. If you go back over the last two or three years, the services sector was often printing a figure above 60. certainly was above 57. So what it shows is that while there's still very good growth in the sector, uh, it has lost some momentum this year. And again, if you look at the global economy, the Irish, while it's weakened, the larger services sector is performing quite well. It's things like manufacturing and in some countries construction where we've seen weakness. So, But the Irish index is above elsewhere. If we take Europe, uh, the Eurozone economy, uh, the services sector has held up pretty well. It's 53.4. In the US, actually, it's 50.9. Mm. So the Irish reading of 54.6 is a very healthy reading. Okay, it's lost momentum. But again, there's a global slowdown in activity. In Ireland's case, we're reaching capacity constraints in the economy, like we're down to close to a 5% unemployment rate. So it's always expected we'd have some deceleration in the pace of economic activity from the very strong rates we've seen in recent years. Again, I have to say, no more on the manufacturing side, we see elements of the Brexit uncertainty impacting on the survey. And again, as on the manufacturing side, we're seeing a drop-off in orders from the UK in particular. And I have to say, what was notable, I mean, this sector has been very upbeat, upbeat right through the year. But there was a fall off again in confidence measures in terms of future activity in the sector. Now, it's still projecting growth, but nowhere as strong as, let's say, earlier on the year. And again, Brexit uncertainty is, is weighing on sentiment in the sector. So just to pick you up on that, Ali, because I mean, that looks like business confidence in this sector was the lowest since December 11. Yep. And that was a drop from uh, the July figure. So it's amazing how immediate the Brexit sentiment has weighed into this sector. Well, you have to realise that over the summer, the risk of a no deal hard Brexit has risen. And we are beginning to see that in impacting on what I call the sentiment elements of the survey as opposed to the activity levels. And that is weighing on the outlook. Mm. So they're, they're still optimistic in terms of the continued growth in the sector globally. But we, we could be the, the risk of a no deal Brexit is rising all the time. Mm. And that's certainly mm. been the case since Theresa May stepped down as Prime Minister back in June. And that is weighing on sentiment and the outlook for the sector. There's no doubt about that. Okay, Ali, listen, thank you uh, for your time. I mean, as you said, uh, the Irish PMIs, they're telling a certain story about the Irish economy. And I suppose you could compare them with other indicators and see where we're at at the moment. Well, indeed, yeah. I mean, this is just one set of indicators we follow. If you look at the broad range of indicators for the Irish economy, what they're telling you is that the economy has continued to perform well, but it has lost momentum. And I suppose the best indicator we have is on the labour market. And we had figures last week for quarter two, the second quarter of the year. Employment growth was up 2% year on year. That's that's good. But it's the weakest rate we've seen since 2013. And you reference yourself there in terms of the readings, you know, back to levels we've seen in 2013, 2012. Well, the labour market's telling the same story. You know, employment growth has now at its slowest level. Still good at 2%, but we've got to go back to 2013 to see it a, a weaker figure. The decline in unemployment is slowing. The unemployment rate got down to around 5.5% towards the end of last year, but quarter two is down to 5.2. So unemployment has fallen this year, as has the live register, but it's not at the same pace of decline as we've witnessed in previous years. Your car registrations down slightly. Now, again, from high levels this year. Then you look on the other side, you see good growth in what we call retail spending in volume terms of 4.5%. Public finances, tax receipts up 7.5% year to date. So they are showing that the spots of weakness in the economy, but overall the economy is still performing at a solid rate. And as I say, the growth rates this year, they will be good. They're probably will be the strongest again in the EU, but they won't match the levels we've seen in 2016, 17, 18. I think that's the message. Uh, some slowdown in activity, but still you know, a healthy performance by the economy. And really for next year, 
the key determinants will be how the Brexit story unfolds and what happens to the global economy. I mean, we're well placed to continue growing strongly if the external risks can be avoided. Thanks, Ali, again. And uh, thank you to our customers, uh, colleagues and listeners for joining us on this monthly Market Talk podcast. Please press the subscribe button to AAB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android to stay in touch with all the latest developments in the markets. Speak with you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.